Wednesday, March 16th. You're listening to the Cafecito and Tarot Podcast, and this is your daily Mystic Brew. Guess what card I pulled for us today? I'm going to give you five seconds to guess. So, one, two, three, four, five. Shout it out loud. What is it? What, what card do you think I pulled? Okay, I'm ready to tell you. Let's see if what you thought is the card that I pulled. Let's see if your guess is right. I pulled, oh, I should have given you a hint. Oh, let's do that. Okay. Uh, it's, in my opinion, the, or one of the sexiest cards in the tarot deck. And if you're like, I really don't know the tarot decks. I'm listening because, you know, I just really vibe and like you. Well, thank you so much. But if you know tarot and you want to guess, what is one of the sexiest cards in the deck? And I'm going to give you a hint. It's a major arcana. So it's one of the big, what's one of the big dogs? It's one of the big dogs of uh, tarot. All right. Are you ready? Let's see if we match it up. I pulled the high priestess. I pulled the high priestess. I would love to. If you're like, if you guess the high priestess, like, woohoo, yay, okay. And if you're thinking there's another, like, really sexy card in the deck, oh, you have to drop me a line. You have to either go on the social media, like, on the social media. I really am outdating myself now. I sound totally like... I sound beyond, I sound like a 60 year, I sound like a grandma saying, you have to go on the social media. <laughs> you have to go on social media, or I think there's a way to like leave me a message through the Anchor app, maybe, I don't know. I don't know, find a way to leave me a message to go to the website. Let me know what you think the one of the sexiest cards of the tarot is. I would love to hear from you. Okay, on to the High Priestess. And I say this is uh, one of the sexiest cards of the tarot deck because like, hello, right? It is, right? This is like the all-knowing, powerful, high priestess. Like so many times I hear people or see people, especially readers that identify and want to be the high priestess. And I'm not throwing shade at all. Believe me, not I want to be the high priestess. I want some of the high priestess in my life. Of course, who wouldn't? And so the high priestess is the card that I pulled today. So if we're looking at the major arcana, like the high priestess is the third in the lineup. So fool starts us off. The fool, it, then it's the magicians of the fool, like starting new beginnings, like taking the leap of faith, uh, connection to Aquarius season. We have the magician and magician is like as above, so below and being able to materialize your ideas and this affirmation that you have everything that you need. And then after the magician, we have the high priestess. So the high priestess then comes in to be like, you are on the right path or you are not on the right path. The high priestess like holds us and like whispers into our ears the truths of our souls and she guides us. She she or they cheer us on, they nurture us. And uh so when the high priestess uh pulls up in a spread or you pull her um, you know, if you're journaling or writing. Yeah, that's well, writing is journaling. Okay. So if you're uh, journaling, and you pull out the high priestess, you know, there could be messages for you about really tuning into your intuition to what you feel to that embodied knowing. And as well as a zodiacal connection could be related to cancer season. Um, and if we're going to even go further down the rabbit hole, as I like to do, we could say, you know, uh, the connection to um, safety to security to um 
um, motherhood to, um, uh, like even like our bodies, like wombs, right? And like womb space, not even for like females, but male, like, right? What's, what's being created, what's being, and it's a different, different energy than, than the, uh, the empress. So, um, okay. So those are those connections, right? So there that is. There, that, that's one meaning, one way that we can open up to the meaning of the high priestess. Now, the other couple things that I want to bring up. Number one is Rachel Pollock in 78 Degrees of Wisdom speaks, uh, well, she speaks a lot uh, about the high priestess, has quite a few pages of her book dedicated to the high priestess. And there's one part in her uh, her writing that I really, uh, it, it just, uh, vibed with me and I want to share this of course is paraphrasing and also my interpretation of what she said she talks about how the high priestess is not uh just about being in this esoteric realm this realm of just pure intuition and spiritual enlightenment but it's rather the action of stepping outside of the veil that spiritual veil and stepping off of the throne and doing the work like putting all of this into action so the message is to not just be on your spiritual high horse all the time and it reminds me of this this um this message of what we receive in, in our our practice and the meditation pillow on the yoga mat this enlightenment is good and it's wonderful but like how good and wonderful is it really if we're not applying those principles and that spiritual knowledge into our daily actions to uh make the world a better place in the face of um or I should say in, in the heart of liberation for ourselves, for our communities and for all, if we're not taking this, these downloads and this spiritual knowledge and connection and caring for the four-legged, the, the winged ones, the serpents, the fish, the earth, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's this esoteric and this spiritual knowledge and intuition and also applying that into our our lives and taking action and there's a responsibility that comes with working uh, intimately with this high priestess energy there's a responsibility and uh it's a relationship and we want to remember that that this is all a relationship it's not high priestess i want to be you i am you um and i'm going to extract i'm going to object objectify and i think that's sometimes what can happen um and a, we can objectify the high priestess right like we objectify this being and this energy because it is sexy and it's cool and it's something we strive for there's nothing wrong with striving and wanting that we have to examine and be aware of the methods and the practices and how we uh, move closer to that energy. I hope that makes sense. I hope, I hope, I hope that makes sense. So the responsibility of being in practice in a relationship with the high priestess, and I'm not saying this to scare you away from that energy at all. I just think it's something for us to be aware of when we are dancing with the high priestess. So yeah, face value in a one of the ways, I guess, at face value, you've been a card spread, right? You pull it like invitations of intuition and deepening intuitions. And what are the messages that the high priestess has 
for you. Um, and then like you're deepening into the relationship with the energies of the high priestess, with the energies of intuition, and then also how to uh, apply those in everyday life. And not necessarily in the magician way of building something, but in the way of caring for one another, caring for earth, caring for nature, caring for the collective. And uh, that's what I wanted to share with you today about the high priestess. I hope that this has served you in some way, shape or form, beautiful soul. I send you love. I went a little bit over than I planned, but you know, that's how I roll from time to time. I'm going to work on one day really getting these. My ideal is to be like at a three minute, like a three minute. Let's see how that goes. Maybe in this uh, zodiacal new year in Aries season, I will be able to do that. So be well, be kind be loving. And I wish you so, so much joy in deepening your relationship with the high priestess and uh, you on your intuitive um, journey. All right. I will be back mañana. Peace out. <laughs>